Hello, I'm Gherkin, and welcome to... <laughs> Come on! The, the Naked Robots Podcast. Already it's gone bad, because uh, our dear friend Becca uh, was not able to join us this episode. So all I'm left with is uh, the other couple of hooligans that I do the show with. Uh... Namely, Erica and Umar. Hello to the both of you. Hello. Yeah, I, mean, I was saying this before on, on Twitter, but it's like, our whole dynamic is like three fucking feral ghouls and like becca <laughs> who like balances us all out and she's not here now so we're just like uninhibited and absolutely fucking gibbering. yeah the the inmates are running the asylum if, it's like a D party where there's like one like really high level intelligence asmr cleric and then three just like goblins yeah <laughs> with with a coll- with a with a collective intelligence of five <laughs> So, hello uh, and well, hello and welcome to Goblin Talk with Erica. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what you can that's what you can expect for the next uh, hour. six hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, this is an extra long episode. <laughs> the Patreon exclusive. <laughs> uh, we don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> no, and we never will. Yeah, as far as the tax man knows. This show, uh, rather than being, as we might have led you to expect, a fucking zoo, is actually (laughs) about Transformers and robots and sundry such things. Oh, (laughs) sundry, like Sunder the robot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not a great one. Not a great one. (laughs) I miss Becca. I'm I'm acting out because we miss our (laughs) mum. Um, uh, Umar, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I've been I've been working nine to five. You know, <laughs> <laughs> getting, right, that, well, getting that red, chasing that dough. Well, uh, the famous thing the bakers say: <laughs> <laughs> the dough's always trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> Get back here, you fucking Swiss roll, just, you! Just an unbaked baguette flopping out the door like a big worm. <laughs> this is not at all relevant. I just. Uh, like yes, earlier. Erica, Erica, you tell me one thing we've said so far that's even remotely relevant to the remit of this show. Well, I mean, you asked Umar how they were doing, and they said, "I'm doing all right." That was that was pretty relevant. That was pretty on topic. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of it has just been us hooting at each other like a bunch of fucking orangutans. I just, you know, someone on Facebook sent me like one of those like, "Oh, react to choose." You know, it was like, oh, which you think is the best answer? And it was like, if a baguette was alive, how would it move? (laughs) I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. That's all I got. So aside from that, how are you? Uh, (laughs) I'm alright. Erica, have you ever had a conversation? (laughs) I mean, a couple on record, but... uh, (laughs) You know, I'm still kind of hungover, so you know, it's one of the, it's one of those. So, so, I did ask you uh, both prior to recording, bring along oh, a yes. transformer or robot that you could talk about that you yeah, got that you, you liked. You kind of so, bullied Umar into um, picking a specific. Yeah, robot. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say. Oh, but, well, you know, we've got human resources to like you know iron yeah. out the specifics, but. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, Umar, what have what have you brought to show and tell? Obviously. You all knew which toy I was going to pick anyway, so like the bullying, it was kind of incidental. But carrying on the uh, the mystery from last last episode, 
I did I did get C Chand to to the surprise of nobody and he is I'm gonna I'm gonna say it here, I'm gonna say it on the record, the best hound. Hey, we did it. He is the best boy of the best boy. Oh. You heard it here first, folks. The, it's like when they elect a new pope. <laughs> the green smoke has been cited to declare the appointment of a new best hound. So Uma, what do you what do you like about Siege Hound? Just like I think I think you mentioned this uh, last episode, but like he's like all the sea stuff is like super dense and super like rock solid, and it's like mm, you know yeah. he's got ankle tilts and he's got wrist swivels and it's all it all feels really good, and um, his transformation is really clever because he's got like this it, his his legs form like the entire side of the jeep, so it all like wraps around and it's like oh that's good that's the good yeah. stuff yeah if if I remember it's like it's kind of similar to a uh, Times Return Cup yeah. And it's got this like really nice, like chunky aesthetic. Like he's all, all hard angles and Ooh. chunk. You know, he's a chunk. Uh, he's a bit chunky. <laughs> that is like what Hound should be. And for for the longest time, like I think Universe Hound is still really, really good. Like you know, Alex Kabalski, he's like Hound is his favorite transformer. And he put so much like love and effort into that. But it is feeling its age a bit now. And this one, like handling, yeah. it's like okay. Yeah, it was about ready for a new hound, and it was it is a banger. Very good. Uh, and yeah, I also got like a bunch of other siege stuff since then. Like, I got Cog, which I think has already been talked about on the show, um, and he's mm. good. He works great with hound as well. Uh, I got some of the uh, the MicroMasters too. I got uh, Whisper, oh, yeah. Whisper, and Stormcloud, and they've been like really fun little like desk hooligans to like ah yes to like just just put on my computer and stuff. The best kind of bastards of a little bastard. Yeah. Are they the ones that come with the like effect? Uh, no, the, I got I got no. some of I got one of those as well. I got Fire Drive because because like Erica got Target Master Hot Rod set because um Target Target Master partner is like also like a girl has been repurposed yeah. as like a body for a girl character. So I'm like, yeah, this is Xiao Xiao Li now. I rescued her from Kiss Players. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. Yeah. It's like every time I post about it, it's like, oh, some some the smartest guy in the universe is always like, oh, don't you know she's from Kiss Players? And it's like, yeah. I'm aware. I have. I also read TF Wiki. You know, we've all read TF Wiki. We've all heard about Kiss players and went, ugh. Yeah. You know, we're, we're taking the good characters and running away. Yeah. This is this is 2019. This is the the year where we make all that weird, gross shit good. And yeah, that these these little guys, uh, they're really fun as well because it's like you know they got all the uh, five millimeter ports, you know, chopping and changing. Uh, Whisper and Storm can be a big sword, which I've ma- I've got a lot of use out of. <sighs> And even Xiao Xiao, she's like, uh, she's only got like four joints to her name, but she's got a lot, like a lot of presence. And I always like, I put her in mind like she's some kind of like space explorer, doing her own stuff. And she she does come with the effects parts, and they are very fun. And pink. She's got a lot of presence. What is she, Father Christmas? <laughs> Firing on all cylinders today, folks. <laughs> Lay off. My two brain cells are rubbing together at mock speed. And also, I think. I, I've I've overstayed my show and tell, but something I also do want to mention is uh, a present I got for Crimbo, <gasps> which is Fractal from the Transformers subscription service from our Erica. Oh, uh, you, you got me. You did you that. Got me. <laughs> yeah, I, I did do that. I did, and I know it sounds altruistic, but I really just I really just wanted Lifeline. I know, I know. You're you're so valid for it, but like I'm not complaining. He's very good and he's very pretty and he's very gold and you oh, should yeah. you should read uh I think the story's called Life Finds a Way 
uh, which is like I know a lot of club fiction is generally said to be a bit wank, but uh, <laughs> of my... <laughs> it says that on the yeah. wiki. Yeah, yeah. I read that. It says it on on the club like uh, official page. <laughs> where it's like, look. But like um, the, I forgot the word fiction for. Uh... <laughs> I'm only I'm only like I only have a degree in literature. <laughs> Uh, this is going so but well. But yeah, the uh, fiction for the uh, Wreckage team, which is like a collective called Of Masters and Mayhem, is like really good because it gives like uh, stories to these characters who generally have had a lot of potential but not a lot of fiction, like, you know, um, Punch Counterpunch and uh, Toxitron. Um, and Fractal's one is like essentially like a lone gay crashes onto a robot dinosaur lesbian commune, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> I know that's, uh, that if you're listening to this, it, that is probably your jam. Oh yeah, that old chest. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's all the uh, the stuff I got recently, and it does r- slap. That's my <laughs> official verdict. Officially, yeah. officially slap. <laughs> Erica, what nightmarish cryptid ghoul have you brought for us? It's funny you should say that. Uh, <laughs> it's almost as if you had like an inkling of what it was that I brought here to talk about. <laughs> After so long of having it, but not actually getting a chance to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, so I got Seize Shockwave. Uh, no, <laughs> no, okay. I did actually get Seize Shockwave, and he's he's all right. Like Seize is, is very good, and but I was expecting to like Shockwave more, way more than I did. Like he's still good, and I do like him, and I do mess with. He's like I don't have anywhere to put him, so he's like perpetually on my desk, so I'm always messing with him. But I was expecting him to be like my new classic Shockwave, but he hasn't dethroned like the Combiner Wars Legends one, and I feel like that's. I feel like that's that's kind of a that's kind of you know it's a, a when did the Commander Wars one come out like twenty fifteen sixteen and it's a Legends toy and it's still like I still like it way more than this but it's just come out and it was forty pounds <laughs> so uh <laughs> but no uh, what I actually wanted to so talk about... so it wasn't so it it's not. Um... Sea Shockwave that you've brought. No, it's despite not. Despite the fact you just talked about Sea Shockwave. It was only like... Without, without deviation, <laughs> hesitation, or repetition for like, for a full minute. It, it was worth talking about. <laughs> this is a show about talking about robots. <laughs> Get off my fucking dick. I've never heard of such a thing. But, okay, listen. For the real thing that I have to talk about is a third party piece... It's a girl, so that's like two of my like ticks, just like, just just, <laughs> just like right there. It's MMC's Ocular Max series, uh, Stealth Azalea, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically they're from the Studio Ox type design school of masterpiece alikes that Mastermind Creations are doing. That was a lot of words, and it's their take on RC, but in black and grey, and a bit of, bit of dark purple, and I love it. I love it. Specifically because she comes with, like, a f- like, she has, like, a face, like, she has alternate faces, because that's what they do with masterpieces now, because, you know, they make different faces in cartoon, so gotta have <laughs> different faces for toy to make it look like cartoon. <laughs> know what I mean? Doing all. <laughs> Wig. <laughs> but like uh, there's like a they did a unique face mold that's like based on you know like spotlight rc where a face comes open and she's like Rrr! and uh as, <laughs> as much as i hate that comic in particular it's a good look 
it is it is quite nice to have an RC that has like a wailing vampire face. Oh, absolutely. But it's even better to have one that has two wailing vampire faces because <laughs> they actually put in like a separate one that's colored bright orange like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> and I f- it's my favorite thing that I've ever seen. So, so what you're bringing this episode is Halloween RC. Yes, that is exactly what this RC is. Uh, Stealth Azalea is, like, more than anything, she is a high-quality, uh, high-end, posable action figure that also happens to turn into a car. And, like, that's already, like, a thing that is very difficult, even in today's market, to get right. Especially when it's a girl robot. Especially when it's RC, the girl robot. But they fucking nailed it, bro. They fucking really seriously nailed it. It's like, she's an action figure first and foremost, and she's got, like, all sorts of joints. She's got, like, she's figure arts tier. Like, Vangelis actually did a video on her that got released as far as the time as it's recording, like, this week. It, it, it breaks it down pretty much, you know, as much as you can. So, I mean, I'm not going to be able to do it justice. Go watch that video if you can. But, yeah, it's like, she's got, like, all sorts of joints in her arms, and she's got two like joints in her neck and she's got two ball joints in her waist and hips so it's like she can do all that like movement in her (laughs) what was that i don't know i was like sort of doing like a like a it it was uh, almost the macarena yeah i was doing the macarena a little bit um but she's got like pull down like figure art style hips that, like, move on two separate axes so she can do those high kicks but also preserve the sculpt and, like, the actual shape of, like, a, you know, a normal waist. And she's got, it's just, it's so good. There's die cast in there, but it isn't annoying. That's one of my, that's one of my, like, big sticklers for die cast because it so often is very annoying. And people are always like, oh, I love die cast. And it's like, yeah, I bet you do. But when was the last time diecast got done in a in a in a modern figure that was good? Yeah, I think for some people it's like, oh, if I can't bludgeon someone to death with this, then it's not a good toy. It's like, mate, yeah. these things are yeah. toys for children. Yeah, absolutely. Like, one of the one of the best uses of diecast in a transformer that I've ever seen is Perfect Effect Warden. Yeah, because it's mostly just in like the lower legs and feet and makes it really stable, which is kind of like where you want it. Yeah, like, that's how it works on Stealth Azalea, because, like, you know, if you've seen RC, especially the Ocular Max RC design, she's got, like, those long, thin lower legs and tiny little feet. And you're like, ah, shit, this is a, this is a, you know, a big toy. Well, not a big, big toy, but, you know, she's, like, seven inches tall. And it's like, how is she going to stand on those when she's got, like, all that, all that junk on her back? I'll tell you how. Amazingly. And that was before I realized that I'd been mistransforming the feet this whole time. <laughs> a ringing endorsement for Mastermind Creations. There. Yeah, genuinely. It's fucking, it's good <laughs> shit. Like, Mastermind Creations has, like, such a pronounced pedigree when it comes to their releases, especially in their um, reformatted line. I was mentioning uh, Universe Hand before, who's designed by Alex Kabalski, and it turns out, like, this came out that he he designed a lot of stuff for Ocular Max as well, and you can really feel it. Like you know, and he's like he does a lot of really cool stuff with transformation. He tries to put a lot of personality into the transformation as well. It's Absolutely, like, you know, top top man as well. Uh, I, I spoke to him in a bar once, and he he had a lot of really cool things to say about like you know Hound and Ben Ten and stuff. And it's like yeah, and he showed me he showed me some <laughs> con- animated concept like you know 
toy development stuff that was like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> I, I, st- I still think about that stuff to this day. Like, I kicks fucking ass. <laughs> what a cool guy. Yeah. That is the most Umar anecdote I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. A toy designer who talked to you about Hound and Ben 10. And Transformers animated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He was made in a lab just for you. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we're, t- we're talking about um, something else he did, like, oh, back, like the classic Spumblebee design. Mm. That's, like, deliberately designed to have, like, chunky trainers and a big backpack and a nice smile. Like, that. that's, like, that's <laughs> endured to this day, like, that kind oh, of yeah. aesthetic for Bumblebee. I've still got him, and I'm looking at him, and he's like, <laughs> I'm Bumblebee, I'm your mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I bought, a ver- like, a variant of that. I think it's, like... Supposed, it's like got the movie Bumblebee colors. Yeah, like, with the with the stripes. I bought, I bought that off. I bought that off our Jillian, and I really liked it. Yeah, it's still good. Like it's obviously, you know, it's a bit old and it's ready for bed. I imagine. Yeah. But you know, I accidentally got like time to return Roadburn, like tail end of the year, <laughs> tail end of last year. <laughs> how did you? Ac- no, how did you accidentally? No, because get I it? because I ordered Brawn. Like the the Times Return Braun, who is pretty pretty decent, pretty decent. Um, but they sent me Roadburn instead, and I couldn't like get back to them until the new year because you know Christmas rush and everything. You know everyone got like time off, and it was fair enough. But Roadburn's a bit shit. <laughs> he is like he's he is not awful, but he's a bit shit. And it's like I can't imagine getting this as Bumblebee, as like your definitive Bumblebee. You know. Oh, was was Roadburn the one that was the redo of the... Yeah, yeah, he was, he was Red Bumblebee, but he wasn't Cliffjumper. <laughs> Which is fair enough. Blas- I mean, Blasphemy. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I really liked the Titans Return Bumblebee. That was, like, one of my favourite figures of that year. That You know, yeah. Transformers of that year when it came out. Just I don't know what it was. It just... I like his, like, bouncy little face. Oh, no, yeah, like, and... it's not bad. Like, I... When I got it, I was like... I was messing around with it for a while because it is actually, you know, it's got nice hand feel, but, <laughs> you know, I just, I just don't like the way it actually turns out, like, in robot mode with, like, his arms and that, and it's like, it could have been solved very easily, but it wasn't, and it's like... I can understand, like, the shoulders being off-putting for some people. I mean, I, this is, this is probably going to make some people, like, possibly angry, but my sort of... For my sort of abiding thought when I got the Titans Return Bumblebee was I don't know that I necessarily need to get the Masterpiece Bumblebee now because like I'm quite happy for for this to be my definitive G1 Bumblebee I mean that's fine because like as far as a character like Bumblebee who is like the the cheeky little you know he's the kid appeal you know I hate to use that term because it's so often as like a you know like a maligned like oh kid appeal oh, we like ki- ki- make toys for kids now do we but uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's like it feels almost a bit weird to have Bumblebee have like a huge, like spend way too much money on like a high end yeah. Bumblebee. Which... Yeah, I feel like high end Bumblebee kind of defeats the point of Bumblebee, which is just like he's your little mate. Yeah, like we'll we'll come to that later, I imagine. Because yeah, yeah. We're as recording yeah. like Wonderfest just happened, or it's just <laughs> happening. So, Ugh. but yeah, I I really like Titans Return Bumblebee. And stole the gun off Titans Return Rewind to give to Bumblebee as a walking stick, Aww. like in like Aww. in the ID, like in the IDWs. Into um, IDW. <laughs> but to go back to um, Stealth Azalea. Oh yes, of course. 
So I'd I'd already been like sold on it, like mostly like from pictures I'd seen, but mostly by Erica. Yeah, when um, I got and her, and then I saw Vangelis's video, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna need one of those. Yeah, when I got her, I did kind of go a bit crazy with the photos. <laughs> it was beautiful to see, especially because like I uh, this one's for all you Clam and Rider fans out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I when I saw her, I immediately like my brain made a connection between her like cool like ghoulish styles and like her lithe proportions, and I was like, you know, this reminds me of it reminds me of the of of the Genmu dangerous zombie suit from Exade. <laughs> oh my god, it does. Yeah, and it's like they don't look anything alike, but like it's got the same energy. They have similar vibes. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, Genmu is like he's like the black repaint of the main rider. So he's already got like that player two color like sinister vibe, and then like he gets the power up as like a creepy zombie man who's always going like, Bleh! and I'm like, yeah, he's the Waluigi of Kamen Rider. <laughs> yeah, you know he is, and Stealth Azalea is the Waluigi of RC. <laughs> Put that one on a shirt, kids. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Just well, like more Waluigi, like, more like Wasi. Uh. Yes. Mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Fuck you. There's a ghoul sitting in my head that's just like, oh yeah, Stealth Azalea is like the Waluigi of uh, Thingy. They both fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're both gay and they both fuck and they only care about tennis. <laughs> I took, I got I got her in after I'd already like sold myself on that concept and I was like, I'm just going to take a million pictures of her in like Genmu poses where she's going like and you know that kind of shit and I took a picture like it's still my header on Twitter because uh, <laughs> where you know you know you know the meme where it's like the <laughs> which are you truck freak crazy ass <laughs> and then it's like it's like drug in uh, Russian which I think means friend it does. But, like it's like a picture of one of those fucking um SCP I game it's, it's, it's from some video game like, like against is like, it like Metro twenty thirty three or something? It probably is, but it's like it's like that except like instead of the word, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and it just keeps coming the fatter. <laughs> and I love that meme because it's very funny to me, and it's like, I think there's something that like gets me about like the word drug, <laughs> because it's like you know. But it means friend, even though it's a creepy ghoul person. So I put RC in that... I put Stealth Azalea, I should say, in that pose, like, backlit against my uh, my computer screen. And <laughs> it's not it's not the most popular of the pictures that I took of her, but for me, it's it's probably my favorite. It's, it's wonderful. It has very powerful cryptid energies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's what's great about her. She is, like, RC but a cryptid, and... And in a way, you know, as a third-party high-end figure of RC or a female character in general that is good and poses well and transforms well and is nice to play with, that's kind of a cryptid if you think about it. Yeah. That's, when was the uh, last time you saw one? That's the point. Uh, a point I was going to make is that Mastermind Creations is probably one of my favorite like third-party outfits simply because they managed to not be weird about female characters. Like if you look at like the female characters that they've done in their reformatted line, yeah, they did like 
They did like one of the first ones they did was they they did like twelve of like the original Azalea mold and like fair enough. Yeah, and you know it was that kind of like slender like yeah slender cheesecake robot proportions. But they, as far as I'm aware, they never did any like gross weird photo shoots with. No, yeah, they were never horny about it. <laughs> yeah, and then you sort of. You look at some of the later female characters that they did, like Striker and oh, uh, God. Nitro, I would who was there. I'd fuck so hard of that Titanica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Titanica kicks ass, dude. And Nitro kicks ass, but Titanica kicks double ass. She's got double ass. She's fucking dumb thick. <laughs> <laughs> Obsidian, I'm trying to sneak around the base. Stop. <laughs> No, no, I'm stopping I'm right yell- here. Pulling I- the ripcord. <laughs> I'm, yellow- I'm yellow carding this conversational avenue. Um, right, I'm I'm pivoting hard away to talk about what I've brought to show and tell. Oh yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I've actually been playing with my choice uh, while we've been talking. Uh, and this might this right this might seem like a bit of a cop out, but it's Rad Hacks from the Botbots line. I don't know about a cop out because Rad Hacks kicks major <laughs> fucking tits. <laughs> Those were literally the exact me. words I was about to say. Um, <laughs> I I I really? found no. Um, <laughs> I found some bot bots in uh, Asda, and I went a bit nuts. I think I bought like I bought like four five packs. <laughs> you um, went into a frenzy. Yeah, I did, and I've got them all on the mantelpiece, and they're really good, and I like them. Special sort of. Shout outs to the Cupcake Unicorn and the Penguin Ice Lolly. And uh, Frohawk is also very good. I think, I don't know, I think part of me likes Frohawk because she reminds me of Erica. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do like Frohawk quite a bit. Um, our uh, our good pal Brent at Rentasaur on Twitter did a thread the other day that was like, like this post... No, was it? Yeah, it was like, yeah. like this post, and like I'll tell you which bot bot you remind me of. And I liked it, and I was like, definitely going to get Froark, aren't I? Definitely going to get Froark. And I got Bonsai. And I do like Bonsai, but, you, you know, not Froark. And that's and that's this that's as far as this bit's going. <laughs> I thought there'd be more of a, a reaction. <laughs> I don't know why I did, because it's not exactly the most, you know, engaging bit. It's not even a bit. It's just... Oh, my friend said I look like this when I thought I looked like another one. <laughs> but yeah, so I, w- I went a bit mad with with the old bot butts. Oh yeah, um, and I I think probably my favourite is Radhacks because Radhacks probably I think was already my favourite just from the pictures because I like. Oh yeah, this like you know he's very like boxy robot. And yeah, his his face is a laptop screen. Um, oh yeah, it reminds me of this cartoon that I liked when I was a kid back in the eighties called Telebugs about like robots with tv they had like tvs for heads or something oh yeah um, and he just kind of he has kind of like, like that kind of vibe and what one like bit of design of rad hacks that i really like is that he's got horns he's got like you know sort of robot horns yeah, that, he's like, got, like, flip out sideways and it's like he doesn't need those like they could have like engineered him to just have like a square robot head but they didn't he's got these like little sticky uppy like yeah like antlers at the side and it just makes him like pop way more yeah, it's like just a little because because what I like about Radhacks, right, is that like he's still obviously him even when he's a laptop because you know they don't like there's not like some fucking like color changing paint app not till next wave anyway 
um, where they can just like have a, a flat laptop screen turn into him, his regular face. So even when you open him up in laptop form, it's just still him. It's still his face. It's like a, a sweating robot face is your yeah. screensaver. Yeah, and it's like, honestly, you could have just left it at that. He doesn't even need arms or legs, if I'm being <laughs> completely real. It's just a laptop with a face. They they go that extra mile, and it 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 pays off because he looks really good, and he's still distinct from his laptop mode, even though laptop mode has his literal face. He's sort of got like a Soviet BMO vibe to him <laughs> from, from from Adventure Time. <laughs> Soviet BMO. That's great. I really love his laptop mode as well because obviously, like, due to the like. The, the limitations of the mold and stuff. It's it's a very, very, like, fat laptop. But I actually remember when lag- laptops were like this and had handles, yeah. like, suitcases. <laughs> what? Yeah, I used to have a laptop like that. Yeah, I think my my first laptop was also quite a considerable... Some, someone I know, um, or used to know, their first laptop had a VCR built into it. <sighs> That's fucked. That's I don't a... know, man. I don't know about all that, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, You'd be fucking to me, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, genuinely, someone I knew had a VCR laptop. No, genuinely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my mom used to just cart around a fucking a DSL. <laughs> <sighs> Bot bots are good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've I also caught uh, a case of bot bots fever. But unfortunately, distribution around my ends is so crap that I've only got three, which is um. Thankfully, I've managed to like I I haven't been looking at the numbers because what am I? Some kind of Melvin. But oh, yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've been like picking them randomly, and I managed to get like in that Venn diagram of like good prop comedy or girl or both. Yeah. Like I got no bo. I got um the deodorant. Uh, I got sippy slurps the uh the drink and oh, yeah. uh venus frog trap who kind of isn't great but she she's got a nice personality about her oh, oh yeah yeah I'm, just, I'm well jealous of that i really want that and and yeah they've been, they're like really fun to just like mess around with on the desk and you know even i've only got three of them they, they've oh, yeah. still got enough personality in them that they've 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 kept me going until like i think the only place i found bot bots in was a uh, the old bastion of central london orbital comics which is also where i got the uh the siege jet boys from Oh, yeah. Uh, and pretty much every time I go there and buy a comic, which usually is GoBots these days, I pretty much I buy a comic and just like plunk a bot bot down. Like, okay, yeah, I'll take it, mate. I actually got the entire fucking set. <laughs> <laughs> Erica is now like some kind of bot bot mogul on Twitter. I am. I am actually. Yeah. Like, because I got so many, you know, like the first, I don't know what I expected. Because the first time <laughs> that I like went and got a bunch of bot bots, I basically, like, I never, I didn't get any spares. And I got loads of them all at the same time. Like, I got, like, like a whole case of the individual ones. And I was like, okay, so I'm definitely going to get some spares. But no, they were all unique. And I was like, <laughs> Bot-Bots that I ended up getting, though, were all unique. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I can do this. And then, you know, I did it again. And, like, half of them were repeats. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck! I've got enough of them now where it's like, oh, I need the rest of them. Basically, as a goof, I was like, I took a picture of all my spares on Twitter. I was like, uh, anyone want to trade? And then a bunch of people, like, seriously took me up on the offer. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess, I guess we're just, I guess we're doing this. Extremely valid of you. And yeah. also, like, 
considering how absolutely clan shoes uh uk <laughs> distribution is i think you did perform a very good service giving uh you know giving people that bot bots you know filling that craving oh little, yeah little little folks absolutely absolutely <laughs> thanks for thanks for the <laughs> the image there by the way <laughs> you can't see this but it's that fucking meme of like it's like a pair a pair of those like those uh like tarot cards with the swords and it's like the ones like the guy <laughs> walking with like a bunch of swords and then is like the other guy like weeping with like a bunch of swords next to his bed and it's like me absolutely twisted coming home with loads of swords but then me waking up the next day with a room full of swords <laughs> I don't all right I don't know what it is I I literally like only find memes funny if they are being described to me out loud by Erica <laughs> and Umar <laughs> like, I think... like if I see a meme on Twitter I'll be like yeah I get it but like something about Erica and Umar describing them to me just gives it like it's... that extra bit of zest yeah, it's like it's like the absurdity of a meme combined with the absurdity of having to explain a really esoteric <laughs> joke. It's like I feel like I'm explaining it to me dad. Because yeah. <laughs> I could show that to my dad, and I guess like he would get it, but he wouldn't laugh. And I'd, and I'd st- like even if he did get it, I'd feel the need to be like, you know, because like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's how that's that's that that meme was me with all me bot bots. So I was like, oh, gotta gotta give a bunch of people a, a bunch of these swords in envelopes, <laughs> which was you know I was actually quite fun. I couldn't find any like padded envelopes small enough, so I used to, I just got a bunch that were like too big and cut them in half and just like stay uh like um sellotaped them back together <laughs> and just sent those off with like a handful of bot bots at a time. And that was, you know, it was a fun little exercise. I've still got more. You guys want some fucking bot bots? I got some bot bots. This is like both you guys and also just anyone listening. You want some fucking <laughs> bot bots? Seriously, I've got so many fucking bonsais. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take some off your hands. <laughs> Eric is just suddenly turning the show into fucking Craigslist. Oh fuck it, yeah. <laughs> ASL. Uh, <laughs> age, uh, not even a year. Sex, uh, fucking tree. <laughs> yeah, location in your fucking mailbox by the end of the month, probably. Ooh, who knows? I like bot bots; they're quite good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are and all. <laughs> right, I, I've sort of not really done anything very much in the way of Transformers for the past couple of months because it's. For the past few months, it's kind of been like friendship ended with Transformers. Now Gundams is my best friend. Mm. Oh yeah, because um, I've been getting like properly into Gundams and like Playmo, Plamo. What are they called? The plastic, Plamo. yeah, the plastic modeling. Uh, Modoru. Thank yeah. you, Erica. <laughs> don't 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 come in my inbox. Call me a racist. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, but like I was saying, I haven't really done very much in the way of. Transformers, apart from Botbox, but um, one thing was uh, uh, An- Andrew from Twitter, who is my nemesis, um, <laughs> went to Singapore and like added me on Twitter because he'd found um, a place that was selling the um, Shinkansen Henke Robo Shinkalian models, which were oh, the, yeah. the, the trains that become dudes. Um, and Hatsune so Miku's there. <laughs> Hatsune Miku is there. Have, have you guys um, got Twitter? Because I, I can't put this into the Skype thing. But have you got? Have uh... we? Have, uh, 
No, no, you mate. You don't, fucking start. <laughs> don't fucking start with me, Walsh. Um, <laughs> can right, can you like fucking, look at? Can you look at? You're not my form room teacher, fucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you got the? Um, are you able to look at our like Twitter yeah. group chat? Yeah, yeah. Because um, um, <laughs> and Andrew like very kindly middlemaned uh, a Shinkalian to me. Um, it won't save him, but he did it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it he may knows what he did. Stay his execution. So before he sent it, he sort of he was selling some some um, transformers, and he asked me if I wanted any. And one of the ones that he was selling was um, Masterpiece Road Rage. Oh yes. Oh. Who like I haven't really I haven't really got properly to grips with, so I can't really speak on that much. But Erica also was talking on Twitter a while ago about the fact that Bopots have got hands. They've got like yeah. little. They've got like little grippers. They do, but it's like they're seemingly too small to like hold anything. Yeah, but I did find out if you guys uh, have a look at Twitter. Oh, uh, uh, oh fuck me! <laughs> what, what are Whoa. the what are Rage Rage? What are Rage fucking bean? <laughs> <laughs> One of Road Rage's accessories is uh, a small model of um, twin cast uh, in alt mode, so it's like a small boombox. And I found out I c- I can get um, some bot bots to hold it. So I've 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 just sent my co-host a picture of Radhax holding a twin cast. I feel like that's, that's... A... <laughs> it's like a bot 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 <laughs> bot bot bot. <laughs> Radhax holding a twin cast in a death basket. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Hannibal Boris uh, that's, um, that's dope actually because I do have Road Rage and I do have that tiny little twin cast somewhere <laughs> well th- th- there's a front project for you yeah I've got carpet in my room so you know <laughs> usually we talk about stuff that we're looking forward to but to sort of dovetail that with something else as Erica mentioned earlier it was Wonderfest yeah, and also um, Toy Fair, like, a few days earlier. Yeah, as they so often we've actually got, like, things to talk about that, like, are, are relatively topical. Yeah. So, um... Y'all heard of fucking, uh... Convoys? Y'all hear about Primes? <laughs> like, there's so much to talk about, really. Like, there's... Siege reveals. There's like the new movie masterpiece stuff. There's some. There's some new pics of like the Beast Wars masterpieces. A new Beast Wars masterpiece, for the record, and like you know, like uh, all sorts of shit. All sorts of just like, you, what do you want? We got it. You know, like we got like some sort of Legends EX type type things. Um, speaking of Beast Wars masterpieces. Okay, that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, um, Erica, um, defend yourself. Look, okay, so... <laughs> so the next Beast Wars masterpiece is Black Arachnia. And y'all know me at this point. If you've, if you've been listening to the podcast and you follow me on Twitter, if you do, I'm not going to, like, hound you to, because I do post a lot of filth. But... Uh, I'm going to hound you too. Yeah. Follow Erica, you fucking curse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, you, you do spoil me. But listen, Black Arachnia 
a very good character, a very um, what's the word for uh, survivable for ta- for a long time. Yes, she's had a lot of staying power. Yeah, yes, she has a lot of she's had a lot of staying power as like that first uh, evil like baddie girl character, like femme fatale, you know, in Transformers. Oh, um, iconic, would you say? Yes, yes, exactly. She's in the TF Hall of Fame. Everyone loves Venus Terzo and her voice and everything. I love her. I love Black Arachnia. There's a downside, and the downside is that Black Arachnia, as we all know, looks like that. <laughs> like, if, yeah. you've, if you've ever seen what Black Arachnia looks like, she, you know what I mean. She looks like that. that. Yeah. And, you know, we've all heard the stories about how, like... Oh, yeah, one of the animators was taken to a strip club uh, to, like, help, you know, model her more authentically on the female form or whatever. And, like, you know, that's a whole other can of worms I'm not even going to bother with. But if they're doing a masterpiece, it's got to look like the show. And it looks like the show. And I like the show. And I like Black Arachnia. So I'm going to get it. Okay, even though she has big pointy spider boobs, there I said it. I said it. It's out of the bag. Yeah, it's... that that's been that's been dividing some people uh, on Twitter. Some people like have a problem with it, which is a fair shout because like we are yes, like at this point very used to the like over sexualization of female robots. Yeah, we're all woke here. Um, <laughs> that it's like I've seen a, a sort of similarly like recurring refrain from. Uh, all of the the cool lesbians that I follow, yeah, <laughs> which which is that's a bit fucked, but mm, titties. Y- y- d- d- yes, all right, yes, and it isn't like because <laughs> it's a complicated issue, and, I, it's and a I'm very not, and I'm not here. To, I'm not here to judge. Yeah, but lots of people are, <laughs> and it's like I d- I don't I I don't discourage you from judging because for a lot of people, it's like you should judge them. judge selectively is what we're saying yeah like maybe cut your local lesbian a slack (laughs) do your local lesbian a solid yeah because like you know was it last episode where we were talking about you know fans toys uh rouge and then also like that add-on kit and then the firebird one and how fucking you know gross it is that someone would make that where it's like <laughs> it's RC but with squidgy teddies. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do have a point, I swear. <laughs> but it's... No, it's been made. Yeah. <laughs> good, good point. Well made. Yeah, like fuck the rest of the fuck the rest of this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, but like, there's you know, there's something to be said. Like people will you know bring that kind of. Th- uh, thought, or school of thought rather, to this new Masterpiece Black Arachnia. And it's like, that's valid. That's completely fair. Um, but it's the only way I'm, it's the only way they could do it. I'm sorry. She has those in the show. And unfortunately, whichever way you want to you wanna slice it, Beast Wars Masterpiece is all about looking exactly like the show or as close to the show as possible. Even though it's like you know, like, it's it's CG models that cheat quite a bit. And that's the, that's what they're going for. 
And, like, because there's even, like, because they, you know, people will be like, oh, why does, uh, you know, for example, Masterpiece uh, Optimal, Optimus Primal, rather, uh, why does his gorilla mode look like that? And I'll tell you, it's because it looks like that in the cartoon. Might not look like an actual gorilla, but that's what he looked like, so that's what the toy's going to look like, you know? Like, why does... It's, uh, su- it's supposed to look bad. And, it, and it's like, why does, you know, why does Dinobots, Masterpiece Dinobots dinosaur mode look like that? And it's like, he looks like that. I know you don't, you don't have to like it. You don't have to buy it. They're very expensive. But listen, <laughs> that's what they're going for. And it's like, you can... If you want to, like, rag on, like, the Beast Wars masterpiece Black Ratnia for having pointy spider boobies, it's like, <laughs> more power to ya, but you gotta recognize that that's always how it was gonna be. I'm mostly just hyped the fact that it happened this soon, because we're only, like, five molds in, as far as Beast Wars masterpiece, and we're already getting Black Ratnia, and it, it makes sense from a logistical point, because she is one of the most popular recurring characters in the whole, you know, thing. Also, I was thinking about this. Is Masterpiece Black Arachnia going to be the first female masterpiece that isn't a repaint? Yes! That's something I wanted to bring up, actually. And it's like, I know that some people will find that almost a bit of a like a bittersweet point, considering it's Black Arachnia <laughs> and it's her design. <sighs> Look, I get it. I'm, I'm with you. I understand. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to take your nipples where you can get them. <laughs> The nipples are a bit much. They are a bit much. Did she have nipples in the cartoon? Yeah. I, I like it's 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 not like actual like straight up like these are a pair of circles with a dot in them. Um but like <laughs> yeah. the actual shape of the chest on the in the cartoon. Is, is it that thing where it's like she's not wearing a bra and it's cold? Yes. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. I don't think it will be as notice. It's more noticeable on the uncolored prototype. Yeah, because uh, the actual like Black Arachnia CG model has like this like spider deco on the chest, which will probably like mitigate the weird pointy nipple look. Yeah, the gray proto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you'll only see them if you're looking for them, and if you're looking for them, we will hunt you down for sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're looking for like. Because that's the thing, that's the worst part about this whole debacle, is that I've made tweets about it where it's like, okay, listen, this is gross, and I'm aware that it's gross, but there's a lot of reasons why it's important uh, as far as, like, uh, precedents go, and also I'm gay, so leave me alone. (laughs) Um, And then I get lots of people liking it, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, people see what I'm talking about, and then I see straight people liking it, and I'm like, oh, not you! (laughs) Not you! You're not affiliated with me. Yeah, you'd fucking. This is a gays only event. Go home. Uh, <laughs> Masterpiece Black Arachnia is a gays only event. You're only allowed to get her if you're gay. On a kind of like similar sort of vein to that, whenever we do have to have this like sexualized female Transformers conversation, yeah. which we, we seem to have to have every four months or so. Oh, yeah. Like, which is about as always... frequently as the episodes come out, funnily enough. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just goofing. Go continue. <laughs> Whenever this topic comes up, and like not just for this, it's like you know it happens a lot in like superhero comics as well, yeah. where female characters are similarly like overly sexualized in a way that the men characters aren't. People yeah. will like draw things. So like, if someone drew like Hot Rod, but it's like the it's like the same kind of like f- like des- design philosophy of the big titty RC pictures, but. 
applied to a, a male tra- a male coded transformer. Yeah. So it's got like a it's like hot rod, but he's got like abs and a dick bulge and pecs and stuff. To say like what was it, the, this is the, the Hawkeye initiative. Yeah, like stuff yeah. like that. Because I look at those and I think I absolutely understand what you, what it is you're communicating here. It's that male characters are very very seldom sexualized in the way that female characters are. And then there's another part of my brain which which is going, I would buy that though. Yeah, I would buy like a himbo hot rod. <laughs> Thought rod. Thought rod. Ah, <laughs> oh, can, can that be what the name of the the episode is? Thought rod. I don't know. I kind of want to. I, I, oh, I you want to be a surprise. I, I want Thought Rod to be as surprising to the listeners as it was to us just now because that was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Ah, oh, Thought Rod. <laughs> Oh, but I I do know what you're coming. We have to end the episode now. We're not going to do better than Thor. <laughs> We've had like three false endings to this episode already. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I completely <laughs> understand what you mean. When most people like when a lot of people like come out of my mentions with that kind of shit, I'm like, all right, fucking bet you're you know you're funny, aren't you? On the internet, oh, do you honestly think you're fucking funny? But when it's you, I can let it slide. <laughs> I would say. We've talked enough about Mastery's Black Karachnia and her wonderful spider boobies. <laughs> spider mams. Um <laughs> Spider memories. <laughs> we are on fire today. We should be. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, we we should be burned at a stake for all this. <laughs> so, uh sticking sticking with Masterpiece. Here, yeah. co- here comes a special boy. Yeah. We planted the seed of it earlier. Big big news for Umar. <laughs> Me specifically. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Bumblebee again. It's uh, Bumblebee again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll get we'll get to that, trust me. Well well we we've we've known Masterpiece hand was a thing. Like I remember actually I went on I went camping on the day he came out and like I connected <laughs> to Wi Fi and my phone like set on fire with all the mentions. <laughs> I was just like, let me take a big sip of coffee and check my Twitter. <laughs> And so yeah, I'm very excited that they do did remember that. Oh yes, we are making a masterpiece hand, and I did see his <laughs> his grey prototype in the in the background of this uh, of of Wonderfest. I think that's kind of very <laughs> fitting for hand because he mostly is in the background of things a lot. And yeah, there's also that uh, that bumblebee, which we learned about. It's it seems about we li- like we learned about that like literally yesterday. Yeah. And now we've seen it, we're seeing like, a full colored like thing of it. Breaking news. I'm looking at a tweet and someone's compared the new masterpiece Bumblebee's head sculpt to Piers Morgan. Oh god. <laughs> I saw that earlier and I was trying really hard not to crack up. Like that is what he looks like, but <laughs> it's been it's been a very divisive one has the new masterpiece Bumblebee because yeah. uh, most people are getting very hung up on the feet. Yeah, because um... they're a bit weird. <laughs> Vivian, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I meant the no, I meant the feet were a bit weird. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I just I, that's, what, right. that's what I meant too. I... Yeah. I just want it on the record. I was not part of that call out. <laughs> yeah, we, we it, it seems like we heard about this like yesterday. So they've been sitting on this for a while, I guess, but didn't want to say anything until they got uh, a physical like hand-painted prototype out. And it just it doesn't look great. There's parts of it that I really enjoy, but there's a lot that I don't. Like those feet that go on for like a mile behind his heels and it's just like crumpled up bits. And the fact that he still has a huge backpack. His feet kind of look like he's standing on 
two halves of a bisected banana. Yeah, and he's just like... <laughs> it's just like... It's just like a flaky croissant that's been stepped on. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know? It's... <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, because it's got all like... You know, it's like all the jagged yeah, like, yeah. bits that like they're soft, but like they're crispy. <laughs> and that's why... That's what the inside of his feet look like. Yeah. That's... that. That is actually... That... That is actually a very good shout. Um, the new Bumblebee mold has been very divisive for a lot of people. There's, I, I've seen like arguments, like legit arguments about it on Twitter. I don't know if we should go that far before, I, before, before like muting, yeah, um, all of the people involved. Yeah, like, like I don't think it looks good, but I'm not going to get into a fucking argument over it. Like, you know, we've got, we've got better things going on. I, I think if anything, it could maybe lead to the price of the original masterpiece bumblebee spiking on the aftermarket it's just like <sighs> i guess if that if 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 it's truly altruism it's not but if it was then sure <laughs> cuz i think what's getting me about it right is uh obviously they're moving towards a more unified cartoony aesthetic for the g1 style masterpieces and that's okay i'm you know i'm one of the few people who is like act? Who actively pre-ordered and is excited for uh, MP44 Optimus? I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. We'll do you a GoFundMe. Yeah, <laughs> and I like the way it looks. Um, I can see what the, how they're trying to do that similar kind of thing with Bumblebee. But honestly, if you're going for that aesthetic, the other masterpiece Bumblebee isn't that bad. Like, you just give it some more like matte paint. It's fine. I think the main thing here is that they're trying to do like the the the, the shrinking bum, bum, uh, the shrinking uh, beetle parts to like fit the aesthetic of the actual you know cartoon model better with like longer limbs and less of like a, a small chunky boy and more just like a regular short bloke with shoes <laughs> with just shoes that are cars and it's like I I understand where you're coming from I do I really I understand why they did it. I understand why they felt the need to do it, but there's so much compromise like going on with just like the the base core design, and like they didn't fix anything from the old one except for the fact that it's not as you know it's not as specifically based on the cartoon, you know. Yeah, with me like my engagement with most like MP stuff is wow, that's neat. I'm not gonna buy it, but that's neat. You know, I can. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool how it turns from this vehicle mode into the cartoon model, and this I I can't even say that about this yeah. because it doesn't do doesn't seem like it does any cool tricks, and it doesn't even look that much like the cartoon model. It's like <laughs> I it probably looks really good from the front, but it's like you try to do so many <laughs> different like artistic intents and none of them have panned out. Yeah, how are you doing that? It's the philosophical counterpoint to. Cyberverse Warrior Bumblebee's car mode because that amalgamates loads of different versions really well, and it's fi- I feel like this has kind of gone the opposite way where it's tried to amalgamate things that don't go together, yeah, and in in pursuit of something that I don't know like how achievable it would be anyway, and my, my sort of I I'm kind of the where I am with like official masterpieces is they tend to be eighty four eighty five cartoon which I don't care about, and Beast Wars, which I don't care about. So I'm kind of, like, entirely, like, like third party is where I get most of my, like... Your actual fix of characters you give a shit about. 
<laughs> yeah, like the first... I mean, right, having said that, I'm a huge liar because the first Masterpiece type figure I got was X-Transport Hatch. <laughs> Who is G1 Tailgate? Yeah, but I mean, look, Tailgate doesn't. That, I wouldn't say you're a huge liar because Tailgate is like he's, <laughs> not, he's barely, he's basically not even in the cartoon or in the comics or anything. Like he, True. he was only became a thing in the last like five years. I've also got the uh, fans hobby arch enemy, which is robots in disguise, <laughs> Skurg. Um, um, good old Skurg. Good old Skurg. Um, so, I like, with Masterpieces, I'm kind of like, like, l- literally, the fir- like, the only kind of, like, feelings I have about the official Masterpiece line is stuff like Road Rage, mm. where it's not so much, like, a G1 character, but it's mo- it's more supposed to be a margin, like, Diaclone yeah. for Microman. Like, I really, really want NP36+. plus. Yeah. Which is their, like, it's more. It's a. It's like the toy accurate G one Megatron. Yeah. But I kind of want it more as like a, a masterpiece micro micro change gun robot. Yeah. Like yeah. for that kind of like ret- It's almost like a little like a retro thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of retro sensibility in that design that a lot of people glance over specifically because it's Megatron and the the plus style like toy accurate masterpiece uh, concept is a really nice way of um, bringing more of those elements out and just being interesting. Again, having said that, I <laughs> the first, like, Masterpiece, offic- the first official Masterpiece that is, like, a G1 character that I'm actually quite interested in is MP Hound, mm. because because somebody tricked me into giving a shit about <laughs> Hound as a character. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I was I was looking at the prototypes of MP Hound and going, that is actually quite sweet. I would, <laughs> I I would maybe consider spending hundreds of pounds on a toy of this character that I felt nothing for, and now <laughs> I'm like actually quite into. Thanks, Umar. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what's getting me right is that I'm I am looking at more of those Wonderfest pictures of the Bumblebee right now, and it's like I can see what they were going for. You know, like, if you ignore some of the more extraneous, like, kibble on the back, you can kind of see, like, a more, like, rounded curvature of, like, the torso shape that, like, it kind of fits with what's going on with MP36 and MP44 and, you know, them lot. I think you're absolutely right in that it's going to look really, really good from, like, straight on. Yeah, because I'm looking at it from straight on, and it looks pretty decent, except for the fact that it's in one of those, like, (laughs) wide-legged stances where you can see the ugly inside of the feet and those ridiculous fucking heels. Are you kidding me? (laughs) But, like, the, Um, the, the, the actual legs and arms and head do look like him, and the chest looks like him. And he's quite slim, and it's quite, you know, it's what he looks like, isn't it? But I can't help but notice how... He's in every single photo he's in, the gray prototype of Hound is in the back and is completely like stealing the show from me because he just doesn't have <laughs> anything wrong with him. Like, because if you look at those pictures and it's like, there's like, like, okay, you can see like a few hinges in like the torso, which is like how it works. And like from the little like, uh, the little fucking fenders from the front and how they're able to move up and you can kind of see like hints of stuff poking around the back. But other than that, it's, like, completely, like, smooth. Yeah, and I'm like, they can do it. They can do it. They can make them look like the cartoon thing with basically zero compromise. 
yeah, like I'm not expecting them to do it with zero compromise most of the time because you know it's a physical thing that needs to exist, and it's not like an animation cell from a 30 year old cartoon that didn't pay the workers doing it enough to give a shit about what the character looked like from <laughs> from frame to frame. Like I'm not a fuck. I'm not gonna care that much, but. The fact that this Bumblebee, you can just get the old one and it's good enough for that aesthetic. If anything, it kind of encapsulates the feel of Bumblebee more than this. Because even if it isn't spot on to his proportions from the original show, it's got like his character like in there because he's a little bouncy boy. He's a little bouncy boy with big feet and a big torso and like little arms and little legs and a little little bean head. And he's like, oh, I'm, your, I'm your mate. <laughs> <laughs> And this is like this is like a a normal guy like dressed up in bumblebee parts, but he he fucking shredded off of a corpse. He's like, <laughs> "I'm your pal Bumblebee. Let's be friends." And I'm like, "Ugh." He's the fucking bug from Men in Black. Yeah, <laughs> that's why his face looks like that. <laughs> that's that's also why Piers Morgan's face looks like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think going to what we were saying about Bumblebee is like. Uh, trying to make a really complicated Bumblebee feels like it's missing the point of him. Oh yeah, which is that he's very uncomplicated and simple and fat and chubby and your friend. Yeah, so it's just like putting a whole heap of effort engineering just to make it look really, you know, just to like mm. miss miss the point of Bumblebee a bit feels yeah. a bit weird. The minibots in G one, what like one of the main things that I like about them was the fact that they were for. You know, they they were obviously like intended for like little kids who maybe couldn't like handle yeah. like Diaclone and Microman like level stuff with all like the like hands you have to take off. Yeah. And also they were cheaper. Yeah, like the little you know, cheaper it, cheerful bracket. Yeah. It's kind of like a similar reason as to like why I like GoBots. And like the idea of like an incredibly complicated GoBot <laughs> is ludicrous. That's the th- a funny thing about that. Cause <laughs> Action Toys is doing those, like, modern GoBots now. And they did a DX Bike Robo, which is basically Masterpiece Psykill. <laughs> and I got that. But here's the thing about that. It's really, like, I have, like, a vintage, like, like the Super Bike Robo, like, the bigger one. And it's yeah. not that much more complicated. It's, like, it's very simple in how it works. And it's, like, yeah, that's how you fucking do it. Because, like, GoBots are simple, and this, like, Psykill that I have, just hanging out with MP36, because why wouldn't you? He's, like, he's exactly as much of a goon as he's always been, and he's not any more complicated, really. And that's what it should be when you do, like, a character like Bumblebee or any GoBot. It's just gotta be, like, you gotta feel it, man. I think, like, any, any like, masterpiece of a minibot, which isn't, like, I know isn't, like, a very heavily populated category, because we really just have Bumblebee. But like of like the third party ones as yeah. well. Like one of my main beefs with X Transbots Hatch is and and Becca will appreciate this, is is the feet, which are a complete faff. Oh yeah. As I was transforming, it's like there are ways that you could do this transformation without this like level of part count and faff. Yeah. You know, like I think a masterpiece minibot should have a transformation that is closer to generations yeah. than masterpiece. Like, I understand, like, the need, especially in a high, uh, higher-end figure, to, like, get every little detail, you know, down as perfect as you can. But it's like, <sighs> some people just want to have fun with their toy, you know? Especially with a minibot. Like, who wants a fucking... Who wants to spend, like, 
a full like he wants to sit down and spend like a full hour and a half transforming fucking huffer you know <laughs> no yeah absolutely <laughs> the only the only other thing i really wanted to talk about in terms of the masterpiece reveals was i actually really like that mp10 that is based on a trainer that is like animated <laughs> blitzwing colors mm. oh yeah it like has no right to look as nice as it does yeah and he's got like a jazz face because he's got like he's got like the prime faceplate and a visor, and he's like beige and purple. How do you make beige look interesting? Yeah, the Atmos ones, like because you got like you got like a watermelon flavored one, you got like <laughs> uh, a five gum flavored one, and you got animated Blitzwing flavor, and they all look really nice. Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm already planning on getting like MP44, but now I'm looking at these and I'm like, I could just get that on the side, you know? Just to be someone else. Because they are just really nice. Oh, I hate my fucking life, dude. <laughs> I've been wanting um, the uh, Black Convoy repaint of MP10 oh, yeah. for years, ever since I saw um, Fuse video about it. Oh, yeah. you know, my, my whole deal is I don't give a shit about Optimus Prime until they just paint it black. And I'm like, I'm going to go on the... Bit of a fucking guy. Um... Bit of a fucking emo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a fair cop um that that like animated blitzwing one based on a fucking shoe of all things i know i don't get it but i really want it yeah it's actually got like a cool name based entirely just on what that style of the shoe is called it's called the viotech atmos shoe oh. so this is like viotech uh, convoy. It's better than the other two. I want it and it annoys me. <laughs> Which is, ironically, how I feel about Siege, Voyager, Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, though, so well, you, you probably that's, you probably could get that. For a lot cheaper than, you know, like a repainted exclusive, Asian market <laughs> exclusive uh, MP10. Also, just notice this, but like... You make a valid point, as you always do. Yeah, I've just noticed that, like, the five gum flavoured one, which is, by the way, it's called Elephant. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that is quite good. Uh, yeah, Elephant Convoy. He's got a Decepticon logo, actually, which is neat. Which I guess it makes sense because he's the one that's like mostly black. But the other two don't have sigils, from what I can tell. Yeah, cowards. Yeah, centrist camo. Pick a side. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, fucking libertarians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, because Becca's not here, I'm gonna just give one little quick shout out to Masterpiece Movie Megatron. Looks bra, doesn't it? I feel like that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, and the uh, the Beast Megatron is there, and he looks pretty good. So yeah, really, the only other thing I can think of, uh, t- talking about primes and convoys. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> we have had we have had this reveal of we're getting a, apparently we're getting a Star Convoy. Is it? Is that what it is? It yeah. looks to be that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a remold. Yeah, it's the power of the primes, Optimus Prime, but they've stuck a fin on his belly, and he's like, oh look, it's. Stark <laughs> deal with this. There, there is more to it than that, but that's basically all you need to yeah. know. I'd love to see what it looks like in full color. Yeah, because Star Convoy, the original toy, was that, that was from like the Zone type era, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, everything was Return of Convoy, which is like the one after Zone, I think. So that that that'll be interesting to see, like in color. There's also an what looks like an Armada. Yeah, oh, everyone's yeah. <laughs> going mental over that. And this this is what is concerning. Um. Uh, our dear friend Ben Waspshot oh. is in in paroxysms of delight because <laughs> uh, he, he he's a big um, Unicron trilogy mark, especially um, Armada. Oh yeah! So this is like the hugest of news for Ben, and it's been it's been a joy to see. <laughs> um, I'm kind of again, it's like it's Optimus, so I don't really give a shit. 
and I'm like, I have seen some people have like done um, digi bashes of the Nemesis Prime Armada. Optimus oh yeah. Mold, and it's like if they do one of those, I will probably buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I I see no reason why they wouldn't at least do. Like, at least that or, like, you know, like the Super Link colors. Is that what it's called? The Power Link's colors? Because that was actually in the show for more than one episode. I think it was um, R. Jared, uh, MacTackle, yeah. on Twitter, has actually been going through and looking at all, like, yeah, all yeah. the different variants, like like the Costco oh, yeah. exclusive <laughs> and the fucking Rem- Walgreens exclusive or whatever it was. Yeah, remember it's the like... one that's just gold plastic instead yeah. of red? <laughs> oh, it hurts. Ooh. That one will that one will crumble to dust as it sets fire to your house. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> deep cuts. <laughs> Let's not be starting any discord. <laughs> well, that, sh- that, that ship has sailed, I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm way into it. It's like it's got the same kind of aesthetic. Where notice I pronounced the H in that. <laughs> Again, the ship has sa- the ship has sailed. But listen, the aesthetic of this is like it kind of matches those uh, action toys Gobots to me. Like it's a lot of hu- yeah. it's a lot of deep cut harsh angles. That is a, that is a very good shout. And that's fucking that's a good look. It's like I don't know <laughs> what specifically they're going for, but if they're look, there's no there's no even there's not even a hint of truth what I'm about to say. But if they did like a whole like Armada re- Redux line redo line. Is it Redux or Redo? I feel like it should be Redo. I believe you pr- you you pronounce the X in Redux because it's yeah. Latin. Oh yeah, yeah, Redux. I thought it was French for some reason. Um, Redu. Oh, Redu. <laughs> yeah, if they did like a whole baguette line of <laughs> <laughs> of of Armada like designs, but in like that deep cut action toys way, that'd be really cool. And that's not what they're doing. There's no way. There's no fucking <laughs> way. But if they did. Even if we just get this one, I'm fine with it. I know for a fact that at some point in the future, we are going to, like, Twitter is going to be inundated with photos of this, like, Generations Armada Optimus Prime next to, like, Classics Hot, hot Shots. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a very, that's going to be a picture you're going to see a lot of variations on. That's a fucking, that's a gap of, like, of, like, ten years. Christ. Let's find out. Exactly. Disgusting. I mean, it hasn't even come out yet, this, so... But, like, I feel like the Hot Rod came out in, like, 2008, 2009. While you're looking that up, I just want to say yeah. that the Star... Really quickly, the Star Convoy... Because I know we brushed over it, but I do think it looks pretty pretty good. Like, it's got a lot of remodeling going on, and it fits in with that, you know, like, that big... Uh, 2009. Remo- yeah. Oof. Literally ten years this year, and it's not going to be out for a while yet, so... Um... <laughs> Passage of time, who's that? <laughs> Yeah, that that Star Convoy though. That's again. That's like it. It's it's my like typical like reaction whenever I see an Optimus Prime. Yeah, which is I would buy it if they did a Nemesis version. And I really like the idea of like a new character who is like a Nemesis Star Convoy. Oh yeah, like Black Hole Convoy or Collapsing Star Convoy or something. Some like o- overblown like melodramatic anime name. You make it, and I'll buy it. I mean, if you think about it, Star Convoy is essentially a synonym for Nova Prime. Oh, oh! no, it's not. How like Star <laughs> Star Nova Convoy Prime? Like, because uh, Nova means Nova means new, doesn't it? Or like you know, yeah. it's like uh, Star. You know, it's got connotations of Star, isn't it? Oh, like Supernova. Yeah, like Supernova. I get. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get. Yeah. It. 
And then Convoy and Prime are just the same rank, but in different languages. Anyway, I'm really excited to see uh, Einstein Rosenbridge Convoy uh, <laughs> coming out uh, 2020. Uh, <laughs> nerd. You call me a nerd, but I did actually have to look that up because I'd forgotten. I'd, forgot, <laughs> I'd forgotten the full... I'd, I knew there was like... For some reason, I forgot the Einstein part of it, which is like... That's like... Like all right, but yeah, it's it's this Star Convoy is like as a remold. It's like occupying that same space in my brain, and I imagine as it will in many people's brains, as that big zone set that they're doing, that I actually pre-ordered. Ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, um, big power. Yeah, big powered, and I don't even go here, but I really liked <laughs> it, and because of that, there's definitely a point in the future where I will consider getting this Star Convoy. As a fucking accessory. I hate myself <laughs> so much. That's a feeling that we're all familiar with to one degree. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of accessories, you know what's all about accessories right now? Steve? Is that, is that the joke? Is that the joke that everyone does? It's not funny? Yeah, it's Steve. Oh, ho, 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 it looks like know, a every, every good joke is based around kerning. That's comedy... A rich vein of comedy right there. Oh, yeah, mate. Ooh. Steve was actually my joke, and I feel incredibly attacked. Um, well, are you still doing it, though? No. Yeah, exactly. I did I did bring it up, because like, people were talking about Steve on Twitter the other day, and I did bring it up that my, my version was funnier, because I'm great. That's but true. Also, I just like the idea of like someone called Cybertron Steve, who, who was having a war fought over him. War for Cybertron Steve. He's just like... <laughs> He's a top lad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Absolute banter. To, sort of bri- to sort of bridge these, to sort of bridge these two um, things, I was going to say, do you think there's a chance that we'll get a, a redeco of one of the Target Masters from C as um, Hot Rod? Oh yeah, like one of the little MicroMaster dudes, like the cars. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Like, because uh... he was, he was like, the, there was like a, a Hot Rod yeah. MicroMaster yeah. as part of the original, like. Star Convoy set. Absolutely. So. And yeah, like, what's the what's the one that's... Uh, Swindler? Is that it? Road yeah, Handler? Mm. One know. of those two. Yeah, one of those. Road Handler is the Wrestle Boy, and then Swindler is the DeLorean. Okay, okay, yes. Because sw- the, <laughs> the Swindler one, that transforms one I can remember exactly like what the old uh, Hot Rodimus Micromaster looked like. Like, yeah, with the tall shoulders. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now, and it does. Um, so yeah, I can see that, for sure. That, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. But yeah, more into Siege itself. We've gotten like some new reveals, a lot of a lot of physical pieces, and I finally get to take a physical, uh, you know, not physical, but I get to take a stand against all these fucking nerds in my mentions today, because <laughs> I made a tweet offhandedly because okay, so. Yesterday, we got a bunch of reveals in the form of, like, the press release and, like, the CG renders of, like, new toys. Like, specifically, a new size class of toy, which is bigger than Leader and what are they called? Commanders. Siege Commanders. And the first one that we've seen is Jetfire. Pause for applause, because we all love Jetfire. I guess. No, I'm I'm kidding. I actually really enjoy Jetfire. Um, He's one of my favorites. (laughs) Good boy. Yeah, but, um, you know, and it's a cool toy. looks cool. I'm not going to get it because it's huge, and I wouldn't have anywhere to put it, and I already have, like, the Legends, uh, as in, like, LG, not Legends, like, side class. 
Mm. God, we're just we're just fucking we're just using all the terms over again now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because Commander Class used to be a, a kind of like Legends, Cyberverse, yeah, and then Cyberverse is now that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a TV show. Oh. Listen, trade trademarks are expensive. I know you have to make do with what you have. That's why there's been fourteen different things called robots in disguise. Yes, uh, Commander Jetfire. It's it's cool because it's the it's specifically based on the old Sunbow model where he has like the big chunky jet mode and he turns into the big chunky man. But also they've got like some armor up parts that aren't specifically like they're not specifically supposed to look all the way like the original toy, but they do have a lot of that feeling. Like he's got like an alternate face. He d- doesn't have the little ears, which is weird. It's enough. It's enough. Not like a Macross Valkyrie to be legally defensible. Oh yeah. Yeah, we resemble, but are legally distinct from the lollipop. <laughs> yeah. It's basically just like half my jorts, harmony gold. Yeah, that's, that's what Hasbro is saying with this one. Yeah, what are you gonna fucking do? What are you gonna fucking do, harmony gold? How's that Robotech fucking trademark doing for you? Oh, it's gonna be a movie, is there? Yeah, I bet. Since fucking two thousand eight, <laughs> fuck off. What do you even need it for? You're not even riding the bike. Yeah. At least ride it, asshole! <laughs> Harmony Gold needs it so they can sue people. Oh yeah, that's gotta be the only way they make money at this point. <laughs> anyway, enough fucking obscure salt. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah. let's talk more about toys. Um, it looks good, this Siege Jetfire. Apart from the fact that like his alternate like Robotech head doesn't have like the little gun ears, which looks really... He looks bald. Legally defensible. It is legally defensible, but it, <laughs> he looks bald. Like, I'm looking at this, the the one that they showed off actually has, like, these cool, like, it isn't just, like, a, a psh, like, eye visor. It's got, like, these kind of, like, tear streaks almost, like, coming down the side of the, uh, the faceplate. And that's, like, a more unique look, so, like, I'm fine with it, because it's not trying to be the, the Robotech thing. But, yeah, I got into some fucking Twitter beef, I guess, because I was like, <laughs> blimey, he's quite big. That's very unlike you. <laughs> oh yeah, imagine that, me starting drama over something stupid. <laughs> he's like, he's huge. And I immediately, I immediately got like a bunch of people and they were like, of course he's huge, he's jet fire. It's like, I know, but he wasn't that big. It's like, oh well actually in this frame of the cartoon he is this big. And it's like, firstly, who are you? <laughs> I swear, like I've got like a, like a slew of followers that just only show up when I say something vaguely incorrect. And they're all just like, oh, well, actually. And it's like, you just you were just waiting for the chance, weren't you, mate? Uh, the joys of being a woman on the oh, internet. Oh, God, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like... And firstly, here's the thing. I, I keep getting sent this one particular image of, like, uh, Jetfire and Optimus is there and Ironhide is there and Bumblebee is there. Firstly, Bumblebee comes up to Optimus's like, shin in that picture. <laughs> and he's like really tiny. He's like fucking. You can barely see him. And it's like, well, that's not right either. So there's your first fucking clue, you Burke, and give <laughs> <laughs> you, you plum, and fucking, <laughs> and like Ironhide comes up like to Optimus's waist on that, and then like Optimus comes up to fucking like Jetfire's like uh like his 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 like waist or like mid thigh in that picture, and it's like. Look, maybe I'm misremembering, but I don't feel like Jetfire was that big most of the time. He was a big lad. Like, he was looking down at everyone. But they're like, oh, see, this is like, he's this big. And then there's this picture where he's standing next to Starscream, and Starscream's half his height. 
And they're saying that one in particular because they've got Starscream, like the new Siege Starscream, uh, standing next to his Jetfire in the pictures. Because of course they do, because they're mates. Well, they were mates. They had a torrid look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite sad, really. But, like, what people are failing to mention is that that Starscream is a Voyager, so it's the same size as the Optimus. Right. Here's the thing. If anyone ever tries to make, to prove a point about scale using the G1 cartoon, all you've got to do is show them that one image of Bruticus running inside Blastoff. Oh, yeah. With the rest of the Combaticons, Blastoff included. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, that one bit where, like, Ironhide has a baby Ratchet. Yeah. Or Ratchet has a baby Ironhide. I don't, I don't remember. Or, like, the bit where Devastator is inside Astro Train. Well, just, they didn't give Just a shit. all the bits, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the entire thing. And it's like, I get it. You like the toy and you're trying to defense it. But I'm not hating on it, is the thing. Like, I specifically said it in the tweet, like, I'm not throwing shade at people who want it. It's just like... It seems like it's too big. And I get these people like, oh, well, actually, the cartoons. I don't give a fuck about the cartoon. (laughs) Nobody does. Only you. Only 40-year-old white men saddos give a toss. (laughs) And it's like, because that's what I mean. Because I'm not even hating on it. I think it looks fucking cool. It's like $79.99. So I'm not going to be able to get one in good faith, especially when I already have a Jetfire that I like. I'm just saying that... (laughs) I'm just making note of it being big anyway. But it looks good, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I know it's, that was way... It came off kind of angry. <laughs> but it's like... It looks nice. I just wanted to make a gag on Twitter, and immediately I get like a bunch of fucking like, Oh, don't you know anything? It's like, um, actually, wrong information. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not angry. I'm not hating. I just think it's really funny to talk about that kind of thing. But yeah, Siege looks good. I'm really looking forward to the uh, Impactor that they showed off. Let's talk about actual, like, the other things that weren't at Wonderfest. Because, <laughs> yeah, he, he won the uh, poll with the um, with Impactor. Impactor and Mirage won it. Uh, I think mostly, mostly on the back of Impactor. And um, he's not as last stand of the Rickers as everyone thought he would be. Yeah. But he still looks kind of good. Like, like yeah. I, said, I was saying before, like, I know he's based more on, like, the uh, the old Marvel comics with, the, like, the... I think, was it Jeff Seeney? I'm not sure. It probably was. No, yeah, I, I believe yeah. so. Some, someone someone did a tweet that showed, like, all the similarities the mold has to, like, old Jeff Seeney. Yeah. But, yeah, and it's, like, it's got that kind of vibe to it, but um, it also feels to me like what, what it would impact to look like if he was in, like, the G1 cartoon. Yeah. It's like a G1... Still doing war crimes, but like oh, yeah. Saturday morning war crimes. But yeah, it's like, it's got that same similar vibe, where it's like, it's a G1 aesthetic, but more of it. Yeah. And a lot of people were surprised at that for some reason. And it's like, okay. I don't know why you... I mean, it's Siege, so they're all like the G1 ones. I don't know why you expected like yeah. it to be like full on like Last Stand of the Wreckers, fucking IDW. IDW's just ended. Yeah. Like, well, not IDW, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, the, yeah. the last. That iteration yeah. of. And yeah, all I the... think we should talk about later on, by the way. Yeah, the, yeah, uh... yeah, of course. And the new ones are using these. Se- the new comics are using these Siege designs from the get go, or like the most recent toy of any character that they're doing. So why would they? Why would they just? Why would they just now do a toy for the old one, and then just to use it in a new comic where he has nothing to do with the old one? That'd be really confusing, actually, mm. for like comics readers. Not that comics aren't, you know, in general, like as a rule, really confusing and obtuse and 
stupid. But yeah, it's just like, oh, where do I start reading on the Miles Morales comics? And I get like a big like academic style reading. <laughs> just like, okay. <laughs> but you know, it's nice. <laughs> People are complaining about hollowness in the legs, but I think that might just be that he is actually way bigger. Yeah, because Siege is doing this like scale-based thing, like Studio Series, where it's like Ironhide will be taller than Hound, but shorter than Optimus, and that kind of thing. And I think I, I think Impactor is going to be a tall deluxe. Yeah, he's going to be and like a kind of, and something's going to have to give to make that happen. Yeah, like I don't mind some some side shots, very specific angles, looking a bit naff. Yeah, everything else looks really cool. <laughs> like the only reason yeah. that we even care right now is because Siege has, up till now, been closing up the gaps, literally mm. and figuratively, really well. When it comes to like you know like uh, like Prime Wars trilogy stuff, and because it's not bad, it's not even yeah. a bad thing. I don't even care about hollow bits. It's just like yeah. everyone's pretending to care now because for like a month. They haven't had yeah. to look at them. Lots of people have been mad about the size of Leader Ultra Magnus and Shockwave yeah. in Siege. But it's like, first of all, Leader and Voyager and Deluxes, like, they're not really size classes, they're price points. Yeah. And also, I'd say it seems to be, ba- they're based in, like, in Siege, it seems to be based more on mass than height. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, like, if they, if they wanted height, they'd make a new size class, which they did... And now you've got a really big jet fire, <laughs> so I don't know what you fucking want. He's still got ankle tilts. He's big. Imagine that. Gurk did actually, I think, have someone in his mentions talking about, like, like he posted, like, a photo of Siege Ultra Magnus and Combiner Wars Ultra Magnus and did get, like, someone in his mentions, like, going, oh, this is why I buy third party. And it's like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. This is why no one likes you, more like. I like that toy. But it's not a good one, as far as, especially as far as like Siege Ultra Magnus, from what I can tell. Siege Ultra Magnus looks really yeah. good. I've not had a chance to mess with one, and it look, but it looks, it still looks dope. It's it's because it's not massive. People are like, oh, it's wrong. yeah. Like you know why that fucking that other Ultra Magnus is massive because there's like, like not to rag on it. I love Minimus Ambus. I love the whole thing where he's got a little bloke inside him. But for to have a little bloke inside him, there needs to be a lot of space in there. Do you sit? Yeah, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That Galaxy Convoy looks so good, though. Oh, yeah. Oof. Like, I've got that, like, one figure per character rule. Oh, yeah. And that that Prime is, like, challenging me on that. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's got... just pretend it's another convoy. It's just like, I've got those... I've only got shelf space for one. Well, it, it's easy. Have one be Cybertron Optimus Prime and have one be Galaxy Convoy. Because, uh, like, my default Prime now is the uh, Titans Return Voyager because it's got, like, a little bit of, like, Super Robot in it. Yeah. It's got that, like, big dad energy about him. That guy's, like, employment prospects aren't looking great now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor guy. This is going to sound like me boasting and it's kind of unavoidable, but it's kind of, it's not what I'm really trying to do. The thing, the reason, the main reason that I'm not going to buy Siege Cybertron Optimus is it will not be able to compare with the feeling of buying a boxed Cybertron Optimus Prime about seven years ago from a comic shop, and it was 25 quid. And the guy knocked five quid off because the box was dusty and a bit ripped. You know, you are right. That does sound like you're boasting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of on the no, I'm just, I'm just like with you. It's it's uh <laughs> the feeling of buying that. It's like it feel kind of like yeah. 
It's like the lore of diminishing returns. I, I really like, I actually quite like Cybertron Optimus. It's like, it's probably... Yeah, it's still good. Like, if if I have to have an Optimus Prime, I'd probably choose that one. Because you've got, because you've almost got like the G1-y type, like chunky Optimus base robot mode. And then you, you bungle the crap on. And it does it does the thing that I really like, which is the wheels are sculpted with like tread, like, there's like tire treads on it. And the weight of the figure means that when you push it along a surface, it sounds like an engine just from like the rattling, which is like good stim time. That is like my favorite thing about like rolling wheels on Transformers. Actually, it's just, damn when it works, of course. <laughs> but yeah, because I kind of missed out on like a lot of the Unicorn trilogy because I only only kind of hopped on the Phantom around two thousand seven, mm. and like the only thing I found on shelves was like a Cybertron scrap metal in a Woolworths. Oh, and so like. Uh, a lot of the Eucharist like, oh, that, that stuff is neat. I don't know if I'll ever get it, but like, that's neat. It fixes a lot of the problems I had with the Cybertron Optimus Prime, like proportions and stuff like that. And it's, it's Siege, which is like really fun. And also like, it's not too so big that it won't fit on any of my shelves. So it's just like... Uh, it's one of those things that's like, I'm more sort of interested in its existence. It's at least plausible that I could get like a deluxe Thunderblast. Oh, yeah. yeah, like the precedent it sets is good. A Voyager mudflap. Like it opens the Fadgates a bit for like mainline Unicorn Trilogy <laughs> stuff, which is good. Good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, or I guess maybe good stuff, because it hasn't come out yet, <laughs> just really quick, because uh, we've talked a lot about toys and we do want to talk about like the comics, I think, a little bit. They're doing that Omega Supreme, aren't they? He's quite big. Yeah, uh, 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 Spreem's, Spreem's kid brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, his little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Omega Spreem was Big Dick Energy before Big Dick Energy had a name. Yeah. We're getting his pre-paint, yeah. basically. <laughs> his spree-paint. Uh, mm, uh, <laughs> mm. No, but uh, in all seriousness, um, I really hope we get a Spreem repaint of this, because I would actually buy that more than I would buy the regular Omega Spreem. I like Omega Spreem. I like him as a concept. He's just a big dude who's like doesn't yeah. know how to talk to people. Which, you know, I mean, I can relate to that in part. I've seen a lot of people complaining about it, actually, in the sense yeah. that, like, yeah, I've seen people being like, oh, it's just like the old toy. <laughs> it's like, hold on. Are you you want to fucking tell me that now this many years in you want to know t- what the deal is yeah you want to and you want to you want to complain because it's too much like the old one what what universe is this i mean i get where they're coming from but like it's not really because everyone was like oh it parts forms like the old one and it's like what did you fuck his arms are a rocket yeah <laughs> his arms are a rocket his chest is a tank and the rest of him is a fucking water slide what did you fucking want him to do <laughs> Do you want like big like uh. plastic stalks made of like clear plastic that move everything off the out of the way so it's all one piece? This is gonna sound a bit weird to some people, I'm sure, but my main feeling about it was like for the same price that's gonna be, I could get the Master Made third party one, which is like the, the little super deformed oh, one. Oh yeah. <laughs> which is like something that I've been like low key wanting for a while. Gonna have to pass on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's if I'm thinking of something that's like a fraction of the size that I would rather get for the same price. Yeah, then. because like if you're willing to spend that much money, then you might as well get something that you can grapple with and not literally have to grapple with because fucking hell, that thing's huge. Having said that, if they did an Energon um, Omega Supreme repaint uh, out of it, I would probably be interested in yeah. that. that. You know, I could see that happening in this like climate where, like specifically in just stuff we've talked about in this episode, <laughs> we've got like... <laughs> 
this brave new world. Yeah, we've got like a whole, like you know, like that Ultra Magnus that armors up has been remolded extensively into an homage to one of the best Unicron trilogy Optimus designs. We've got like another Unicron trilogy Optimus design just being made for the fucking hell of it. You know, there's like. I guess there's rumors of, like, Siege Hound being repainted into, like, Cybertron Defense Hotshot. I can see them doing, like, this Omega Supreme in, like, uh, Energon colors. Like, because that's, like, it's de- it's definitely a better color scheme. <laughs> I know. I know I said it. I know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm being brave. I've, no one's ever said this. But, you know, brave mostly soldier. gray, not exactly the most dynamic <laughs> thing in the world. But, of course, you know, yeah. it would obviously, you know, goes without saying that it would go much further in, you know, full-on, like, late 80s, early 90s Action Master Elite colors. So, if yeah. you listen, <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Just a thought. Yeah, not... <laughs> what I want to do now is um, hand over to Umar to talk about IDW 2.0. Uh, yeah. Or, or 3.0. What are we on now? Uh, I have been calling it IDWTF2. Not to be confused with <laughs> IDWTF Phase TF1 Phase 2. But let's just cut, cut all that aside. That, cut all that shit aside. IDW 2! Yeah. Uh, you didn't see it, but I did the jump. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to cut all that shit away, I've been just calling it the Ruckleyverse and leaving it at that. <laughs> because it is being written by a Mr. Brian Ruckley. And it, I think it's being called like War for Cyberon Siege, the comic. And it, it looks like it's got some really, really cool stuff going on. Like, it's a uh, very world-building centric. It's going to focus more on Cybertron and, like, take take the whole thing in a new direction. Because, like, most times it's most basically just, like, one city that is just, like, got some glowy bits in it. Like, even Wolf of Cybertron, the game, didn't really do much with the concept of Cybertron. Yeah. Beyond, like, oh, there's a building called the Decagon. Bit like the Pentagon, isn't it? Oh, that's quite good, isn't that? And so, yeah, it's really cool for, like, the idea of, like, you know, pre-war intrigue and, like, you know, a completely alien world. Yeah. Um, Because uh, Brian Ruckley, he did, like, some fantasy writing as well. And, like, a lot of, you know, a lot of, like, sword and shield and, like, I guess. I, I don't think Tolkien more, like, it feels like more, like, somewhere between Game of Thrones and... Tolkien kind of thing. Oh yeah, I think it was more Conan than Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. And uh, you could tell there's like a lot of detail put into that kind of stuff as well. And yeah, also I guess more re- more recently he's been doing this sim called uh, this podcast called the Wild Episode, which is like which is like him talking about neat animals, which like sold me straight away. But like uh, the way he like weaves this kind of sense of intrigue and mystery, and like for instance, like the first episode of that was uh, about the Greenland shark, which. No, it takes up space in my head as piss shark, shark made of piss. Ah, good old, good old <laughs> piss shark. Yeah, and he managed to take piss shark and turn it into this, you know, weave a narrative of mystery and intrigue and sort of, and you know, otherworldliness about it. And so I am sing a song of piss. Yeah, shark. Sing a so- he sang a song of piss shark, and, <laughs> and I for one am fucking stoked to see what he could do with a planet made of robot people. Like he, he yeah, he took me on a journey. The thing that I sort of know him from is he did um, a fantasy trilogy called The Godless World, which was based sort of, it was kind of based a lot on, I think, on like Norse stuff. So like the Eddas and like the, the like sagas of the Icelanders and stuff like that, which if like to use as a model, I don't, I mean, it's probably not, but I'm saying that's like, that could be like a viable model for telling like 
pre-war Cybertron stuff segueing into a big war. But it's like, it, it's more, it's not so much thinking that it's going to be the same. It's like, it's understanding, it, it, it's like a writer that has an understanding of different aspects that feed into conflict. Because yeah, like even... I, was, I wasn't going to bother with IDW 2 point, to, like IDW 2. But now I might. Thanks, Umar. You've got me again. <laughs> You're very welcome. Join oh. me. Join me on this wild ride. <laughs> Join me. And also, like, another thing I was thinking about was, because it's, it's like a Siege comic, like, straight up, the, the Optimus Megatron of this are, like, the Siege Galaxy Convoy and the Megatron. And so, like, any character in Siege is fair game. And Hound is in... He's in, he's in Siege! He's in Siege. And I think Brian Ruckley may be the one person I trust most with Hound. Just because, like, he does a podcast where he talks about neat animals. Which... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Thundercracker's in Siege and Soundwave is definitely nice. in the comic. So, like, mm. he's already off to a good start with us specifically. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Was it you, Umar, who made that point on yeah, Twitter? Yeah. All of our, like, signature characters are in it. Uh, and also recently we saw a, a cover. Um, I think it was like someone in fandom who. Be- I think that's like a common thing now with a lot of the covers is that like ascended fans who have contributed to stuff, which is like, and it's it's kind of like what I was saying uh, last ep about like you know the fandom has always been here and the fandom's always going to keep doing what it's doing, but like on an official level, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, and we saw uh, Cyclonus in his Combiner Wars body. Yeah. Yeah. So that means like all of Prime Wars is potentially on the table too yeah because <laughs> like, why not you got and like there's that cover with bumblebee and windblade also and yeah i've been like pepe silviaring like looking over <laughs> looking over the details on bumblebee seeing if we're getting a siege bumblebee coming out because we like... gotta like maybe not siege <laughs> specifically but like in that war for cybertron trilogy they're doing like he's one of the yeah. ones that actually got an old like alt mode it's like yeah. that little fucking like little yellow like ufo his his flying croissant. Ugh, can't get enough of the croissant, man. The, the one other thing we know about this comic is that there is a new character called Rubble, who seems to be like <laughs> Bumblebee's Bumblebee's son, essentially. And I am deathly terrified that something bad will happen to him because Chris McFeely put the devil in my head, and now I can't. <laughs> Chris McFeely put the devil in my head is a very good. Uh... That's going to be the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on his story, by the way, Chris. Don't, please don't put any more devils on We've had enough of those. But yeah, like, I've been pouring over this list. It's being like, okay, it's a scientist that's been murdered in this, like, first murder in ages. Rubble just got born. He didn't get a degree in science yet. He's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he didn't have time. He didn't have time. He was too busy, too busy in baby school learning how to be a baby baby. Yeah. Bumble- Bumblebee was his his tutor on how to be baby. Yeah, so basically, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I will teach you the way of the baby. Baby seller. So yeah, I'm like, I think so cautiously optimistic about Ruck- about. I think we're gonna call it the Ruckley verse now. Taking it in a new direction, kind of like I said, taking the stuff we knew was good before and just like cleansing the palette a bit. Which is what we need. Yeah. The one thing that like a lot of people like in the creative side of fandom has always, have always wanted is some more of that development of Cybertron as a culture. Because like, like, it's always just been a backdrop for like, oh, bad things happen here once. You'll never know about those. Yeah, like um, the closest we got was in phase <laughs> two of IDW where yeah. there was a lot of the, you know, there was a lot yeah. of world building. Yeah. Some of it maybe not the most well done. Some of it not great. 
hurrying on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say one thing that I've always wanted to see, and this is kind of like based on headcanons and stuff. One of my like Transformers headcanons has always been that bots that had monster alt mode before the war were lawyers. <laughs> and I don't know why I decided this. I think it was because they're, they're lumpy. Like, it was like mid two. It, it was like mid two thousands, and I think. The fir- when I first played the first Ace Attorney game, I think Miles Edgeworth's suit reminded me of Grotusk. It's <laughs> <laughs> like similar colours. Oh my so god, my actually. Went... I, I don't know anything about uh, Phoenix Wright or any of those like Ace Attorney games. <laughs> but like yeah. I summoned the image of Miles Edgeworth into my mind by thinking of, of, of Gro- Grotusk's colours. So, goes to yeah, show. Yeah, see? By the way, actually, it's Grotescu, so. <laughs> I stand correct. Grotescu Esquire. Um, Grotescu. the fuck was I talking about? Yeah, so I've always wanted to see, like, a, a Cybertron courtroom drama. I thought, I think that'd that be That probably cool. will, you know, happen, considering. It, I think I think it did, actually, because I think there was some, there was something in To Law Law 1 that was caught related, oh, yeah, yeah. and I know oh, yeah. there was, because I think it was Sarip was actually, I think, actually wanted to, or did, I can't remember which, coloured the opposing no, she, council I remember that, with yeah. the Phoenix uh, Wright and Miles Edgeworth colours. I remember she said she she wished she had, she she didn't, she forgot yeah. they existed until, like, she, she published <laughs> a thing, and then I did a digibash of it for her. Like, oh. Have oh. a look at what you could have won. Umar saves the day once yeah. again. And by saves the day, I mean puts the devil in your head. Um... <laughs> By making you long for something that will never be. That's what um, I do. <laughs> it is what you do. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> the galling thing is, sometimes we pay you to do yeah, it Yeah, well. you give me money. It's like, here's, here's, here's five quid. Cause me, me psychic damage. Um, <laughs> show, show me Thundercrackers that will never be. Well, I mean, we will be getting Siege Thundercracker. So that's something. Yeah. I'm not completely evil. Just mostly. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, has that has that fucking has that fucking uh, 1986's Aliens movie reference doing for you? Uh, it was perfect. It was exactly it was exactly the tone that that we struck. Yeah, you're like fucking references in this nerd podcast, but you haven't heard of that before. Hey, do you recognize things actually, and stuff? You said it's actually quite a like weird bookend because I like hit up both. Umar and Erica on Discord earlier with the words "get out your cryopods and fall uh, in," which is also from Alien. Oh yeah, so we're we're obviously like that's a good film that synced up somehow. Huh, we're drift compatible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was that was uh, uh that was all the soil and green in my system. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 you apparently doing an impression of Boss Nass from the. Start. <laughs> that's also a reference. <laughs> Someone save me from this hell. Um yeah. <laughs> Umar, do you, Umar do the shout outs before Erica shouts her own bed in half. <laughs> okay, okay. Shout outs and recommendations. Ugh. Shout my shout out is to my my good dear friend Golly. Oh uh, uh, yes. Yeah. She goes by X Gemfire X on Twitter and Tumblr. 420 Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she's a succession absolute legend like she's she's been like a big support for me like both like in terms of giving me money to do good art and just like oh she's always like in my dms bringing me memes as a cat might bring birds to your doorstep <laughs> oh <I'm>, yeah <laughs> 
and like she's she's a really talented artist. She does like a lot of like animated stuff. She's she's keeping that keeping that fire alive. Um, and I know something that I imagine a great deal of our audience would be into is uh, Ratchet and Arcee as Ooh. like butch lesbian mermaids. I love her like lesbian Arcee and Ratchet yeah. animated. It's and like, also like the best. It's it's uh, so good. It's so and good. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just draw like. She does, she doesn't she doesn't read IDW. But sometimes she would just draw like Rodimus or Magnus saying something horrible to Megatron out apropos of nothing, and be like, "Here you go, Uma. Here's a present for you." And I'm like, "Thank you, girl. I love it." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Taking commissions. Go give her your money and give her yeah, your time. Yeah, genuinely, like great rates. Um, very flexible, from what I can tell. Like as far as like what style and what you're after. Like where you're, whether you're talking about like robots or fleshies, you know, it's all. <laughs> don't take that out of context. Yeah, like genuinely, go give Golly a follow, like retweet all all her art. Send her some money for a commission. Got five slots open right now, as far as I know. Right. Uh. At the time, of, at the time of recording, I believe okay. so. Yes. Might have gone down, but you know. So so hurry up. Go yeah, and, get... and then go get it. <laughs> go get that bread, or rather, give that bread. Oh yeah, go 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 bake that bread for for go tear for... a slice. Off. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a nice bookend. We started it off getting that bread, and we ended up giving it. <laughs> uh... So the, the podcast has been a sandwich yeah. <laughs> this whole time. I mean, we are, you know, idiot sandwiches. There's a there's like a there's like a Twilight Zone twist. It was a sandwich <laughs> that whole time. Pickle- <laughs> And the sandwich was Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Consider, if you will, a sandwich made from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I guess I guess recommendation would be uh, listen to the wild episode because it's way smarter than this dumb dumb show. Oh yeah, this is and, a, uh, this, this this is a show for 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 ding dongs who like robots and uh, and I, you know. Yeah, but ding dongs and fools. Yeah, and I and I, I guess like just say <laughs> hi to Brian Ruckley, drop him an email, tell him about the cool animals he talks about and how good he does that writing, and tell him we sent we sent you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get some clout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe like IDW will one day pay me to write <laughs> yeah. my squeeze play courtroom oh. drama. But yeah, I think yeah, give give him your love. I th- he he should. I think the wild episode is on Facebook as well. But yeah, I think you'll you'll most easily find it on thewildepisode.com, which has helped me out through like so many like digibash commissions and like combiners I've had to slog through and like. Uh, <laughs> I'll put a link yeah. to it in the episode in the episode. Combiner wars. Ma- I'm gonna I'm gonna flay you. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry, Umar. I'm gonna be. <laughs> No one can ever. I'm gonna. Know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna censor our good friend Eric. <laughs> so, um, I. I also just want to do a very, very quick unofficial shout out to Becca. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who wasn't? Who wasn't feeling well because of because of work bullshit and wasn't feeling great stuff. Wasn't able to join us today. Um, we love you, Becca. Becca is very, we love you. Becca is very much the heart You're of this my show. Dad. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's also Erica's dad. That that's like. Uh, like season two opening twist. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Wait, actually, really podcast. Quick, really uh, quick. We'll... Can I also do yeah. a shout out? I suppose it's only yeah, fair. Go uh, on. 
I've been eating all the pears. So shout out to all the pears. <laughs> no, okay, look, that's fucking stupid. But I, that's I was the kind of joke my little brother would make. <laughs> <laughs> In many ways, Erica is your little brother, but your little brother if he were an adult that, woman. Yeah, we've got a very we've we've got a dynamic. Me and Umar. <laughs> It's like it's kind of like chaotic sibling energy. Yeah, <laughs> that is the perfect description of your relationship, as I see it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Umar. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs>